What's poppin', man? It's Audio Al, and you're listening to Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix right here on YouTube, Spotify, or any of your favorite streaming apps. That was nice and quiet for everybody that'll enjoy that. It is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. It is 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, currently 6 p.m. here in uh, Mexico, Cancun specifically. Uh, it's going to be a great show, Podcast 92, the... Is it already the 22nd episode of 2021? It has to be because it's definitely not going to be the 12th episode. So this is the 22nd podcast of... Shit, dude. That's a lot of podcasts. Anyways, we got a good show for you. We're coming at you live from Mexico. Uh, well, partly from Mexico. We are international. Let's see other podcasts go international like us. They can't. They can't do it like us. Uh, Josh, I'm feeling particularly happy. I guess I don't care how you're feeling. So we're going to hap right into it from Walters. Walters? Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. Thank you, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I'm one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always. Hi. Oh, Josh kind of jumped the gun there. Easy, pal. Uh, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. He already said hi to you folks out there. Uh, HiddenOaksOverdose.com is a place where you can find stuff about our league. I'll figure I'll plug that first this week just so, you know, I don't feel like Josh always – or Josh has to feel like he's always playing second fiddle. We've also got a Discord if you'd like to chat with us uh, 24-7 about football or whatever else. Anchor.fm slash HoodPod is where you can leave us voicemails. Josh, I think it's possible that the people out there might have forgotten they can leave us voicemails. May or may not have a dead Faye Favre, as Al uh, foretold. Uh, we'll find out by the end of the show but uh, anchor.fm slash hood pod just in case anyone has forgotten uh you can also email us if you'd like to kick it a little more old school hidden oaks overdose at gmail.com segment start times down in the description below you know the deal with that and thank you at levi Oki illustration for all the beautiful art uh peeps are seeing right meow josh how we darn darn as you know i returned to work last week thursday been put playing in some catch weeks yet um nope tomorrow okay well i mean will they miss you or will they will they just you know you'll go back to being gone yeah i think that there'll be a uh, sudden miraculous cure of covid in the building and everyone's allowed to return uh to the office and they'll have parties and fiestas as they call it down down where you are dude a fiesta does um, sound nice yep no no i haven't put in a two weeks notice yet all right well what's um I mean, you've got, uh, obviously, I'm in Mexico. That's no news to anyone. For chit-chat, though, you wrote something down here. What, what's your chit-chat, Josh? Yeah, felt it was about time. We named the, uh, the show End of an Era. This is it, Gar. It's over. What? This what? is the last show. The last show in which Josh Gordon was on a winning roster for a guillotine league. Oh, no. Josh, say it ain't so. You got the chop? Yep, no, I once again had the biggest letdown of all letdowns, starting with Jack's curse on Thursday night, four minutes into the game when Justin Jefferson scored, when he tossed out the whole, you're going to complain now that you're projected to win? 
well, as he knows, he's a curse and uh, went on and went and relied on Kyler. I can't throw the ball over the line because the grass on the field is taller than me, Kyle Murray. Um, and not salty uh, at all, to be clear to the folks at home. No, no, no. And then, you know, Joe Mixon over here pooping his pants on the field, probably. Um, but yeah, so the consecutive win streak for Josh Gordon and I guess Kareem Hunt is 30. So for those of you in guillotine and you want to try and chase, chase excellence, you have to have the same player on your winning roster for 30 consecutive weeks. That's pretty season. good. That's, uh, that's, that's nothing to shake. Uh, you know, what was the phrase? Shake your nose at? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand a lot of these old phrases that are just words, but shake your fist at doesn't really make sense because you'd shake your fist at things you're angry at, right? I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe maybe Brian can help us out with these uh, old person analogies and metaphors, but um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to hear your era has ended, Josh. It was a good guillotine run. Going back-to-back would have been pretty improbable, though, so to survive as long as you did in Season 2 is pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to talk about for myself in Mexico. Obviously, I'm in Mexico. According to Brian, I uh, I won't be returning for some reason, or something's going to happen to me in Mexico. I guess I don't know. Maybe I'll return eventually with something stuffed up my uh, bungholio. But um, yeah, I don't know. Mexico's pretty good, man. This is my first time ever doing an all inclusive. I'm not sure all inclusives are quite worth it for the sober folk. Um, I've definitely watched every single member of my family already earn twice their uh, all inclusive upfront investment just through all the liquor drinks they've been, uh, you know, mowing down. They would make uh, they would make Mr. Leahy blush at this point, but um, it's certainly nice to not have to worry about where your wallet is ever. You know, pretty much all the food you want is included. There's some things you could up you could get upcharged for this or that, but going on vacation and not ever worrying about your wallet is once that's a pretty sweet feeling. So if you're a peace of mind person, all inclusive is worth it. But if you're a sober folk, all inclusive might not be your thing. But I'm having a really good time eating lots of good food, lots of pools. I sat by the beach pretty much all day today. Had to make sure I was fully zen. I fully meditated for the show today, Josh. Just so I could bring the best possible product to our fans, even uh, even from a different country. You know, just trying to do the best I can. Cool. You ever been to Mexico, Josh? You ever coming down? Yeah, I've been down. I crossed the border a couple of times. Well, to get in and then to get out, I guess. But I, yeah, I went down. It was for a church mission trip, though. So I went to Juarez, which, if you're wondering, is is probably the most one of the more dangerous cities you can go to. Um, so yeah, we built a house in the center of the city, and I don't know. I'm pretty sure that I think I have both my kidneys, but. I swindled all, all I really, I mean, I remember the trip and building the house and I sl- we slept in the base or a gym, a church's gym floor. And I just, I remember going, waking up, going to the bathroom because, you know, Mexican food, middle of the night. And all of a sudden a cockroach crawls out of the wall and it was the size of a size 10 shoe. It was monstrous. And I said to myself, nope, not going to do this right now. So then I just held it and went to bed. Um, and then I, uh, but then I, I did, I did swindle, uh, a lady at the border out of some money because I bought my mama a nice vase as a gift on my way home. Mm-hmm. And it was like a hand painted, you know, handmade vase. And she's asking some high quality uh, shit was, we're talking here. Oh yeah. She was asking 35 bucks or something like that. And I was like, nah, all I got is 10 and she's like, fine, 10 works. And, uh, and I handed her 20. <laughs> She had a bad face on her mouth. On her. 
Oh, Josh, you swindler. All right, well, we, we're a bit over, but, uh, you know, we'll be able to save some time later, hopefully. So let's get moving into that Fantasy Zone, zone though, uh, Josh. Who brings us the Fantasy Zone, as we all know, each and every week, who might be listening live right now? Don't screw this up for us. We need money next year. Sky, 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 busters. Pew, pew, pew. Nice. They are, in fact, busting the sky. Uh, no one knows what they do, but maybe that's their business model, Josh. Um, you got any food sponsors there, pal? Well, I'm glad you asked, Gar, because this is one of the weeks that I actually managed to maintain to refrain from eating it. I am currently having a delicious half can of peaches out of a regular drinking glass because we are out of bowls. <laughs> out of bowls meaning you've just been too lazy to do dishes. Or out of bowls oh, no. meaning you have broken them all. We're out of bowls because dishes are dishes, you know? Amen. Uh, any, any beverages over there? I have some De Serana. Ooh. On the rocks, pal? Hell yeah, brother. Nice. Well, I'm sitting here. I figured I have to have at least one Mexican thing. I doubled down and got two. I'm sitting here with a concha, which uh, if anyone isn't familiar, it's uh, like a little, uh, it's basically a roll. It's more like a, a pastry might be stretching it, but it's definitely a breakfast bread item. So I'm sitting here with a concha. I also have uh, Mexico's finest tap water. I wanted to leave. I only left the resort once for this because uh, I figure all the water coming through the tap on the resort is probably purified and filtered and this and that. So I uh, got a trip out to the finest gas station I could find. Put uh, put a nice lovely uh, mug up to the spigot in the bathroom, and I got a mug full right now. And uh, you know, I love uh, Mexican tap water, so it might be better, even better than Derek's basement tap water. If you if you could believe it, Josh. Yeah, I don't want to tell you that you're falling right into Brian's trap of dying on the trip, but um, you're either going to die or you're probably going to lose. 50 to 75 pounds on your trip from just crapping your brains out. Well, I could, you know, Josh, I, there's not many people on this planet that could uh, stand to lose 75 pounds and be perfectly fine. I happen to be one of them, so I think that'd be okay. But let's keep her moving, Josh. Uh, Gridiron Gossip, that'll be real quick. We gave the folks a week off because I'm on vacation. Not that the Gridiron Gossip has been bustling lately anyways, but I'll tell myself I gave everyone a vacation since I myself got a vacation. Josh, uh... I neglected to, and I guess also you neglected to, but I usually do it. Uh, remind the folks about the last massive poll, so we didn't really get too many more votes on that. I think just one more. But I've saw you've put out a new massive poll since then. You want to talk about your your massive polls, Josh? Yeah, I uh, I was perusing the subreddit of the football of fantasy, and uh, they had like a what people do to determine a wild card slot and I'd, I'd think that you know in our 14 team league the seventh slot is kind of like that wild card um but if we were to add if we were to add another one i asked or if your league were to add one i asked what people would want for a determining factor uh a overall record so you know something boring something you know oh yeah eighth best team or sixth seventh best team gets uh gets in uh most points four so the team that scores the most points but and might not have the best record, they they would make the playoffs. Uh, lowest point differential, so, you know, close matchups. And then wild card spots are silly. And right now we have three votes for most points four and one for wild card slots are silly. And sure enough, it was Adio Al. Well, Al, why would you say something like that? I'm trying to help you make the playoffs since it's been so long. <laughs> 
Ouch. Uh, what, so what did you think about your own poll, Josh? Did you vote for the most points for, or where did you vote? Is it because you were neglected from uh, maybe a certain uh, league this year's playoffs, even though you had a great amount of points for? I hope a shark crawls out of your toilet and eats you at night. <laughs> uh, no, I actually... I. That, I, I just saw it and I thought it was interesting. I was like, that's actually a good idea because, you know, then it's, it's, it's something different. And then it keeps, makes people who know that they're not going to make it into the playoffs on their record alone, keeps them in the hunt, you know, just trying to get more points. Odds are, you know, if they don't, if they're not going to make it in the playoffs, they're not going to have many points, but whatever. And yeah, I know I just ripped Al for not making the playoffs and I was trying to help him. But yeah, my, my fantasy season is officially over now that guillotine's done. Oh, no. And it looks like, I mean, I can't see everyone. It does look like Al left, though. So, Josh, I think you heard his feelings, and I think you're going to Al a big, fat apology for what you did. Maybe put it on the air right now. What do you have to say? Sorry, Al. Wow, that was heartfelt. Also, you could feel it. Also, where's Jack's warning for starting Tyler Higby and deflate these balls? I've been looking at the chat all morning. You started Tyler Higby or what? No, Jack did. The controversy, Josh. You have to get to the bottom of it. Uh, but we can keep moving. Um, Josh, we would like to, you and I personally, would like to very much thank the Skybusters for that fat, dummy thick check he ripped us uh, earlier this season to sponsor the Fantasy Zone for X amount of episodes. And so we appreciate the Skybusters for doing just that. Bust those skies, uh, you busters. Um, we'll move on to Gar's Grinder just real quick. And I feel like uh, it's been a while since I've done it uh, too seriously, or it's been a while since I've done a homer pick. Uh, it just felt right giving Dalvin Cook the, uh, the Gar's Grinder this week. I mean... Thursday night football does seem like uh, ages ago, but I mean, the dude had 27 uh, rushing attempts for 205 yards. I think that's just two beneath his career best, if I am remembering that correctly. 7.59 yards per carry off that. Two rushing touchdowns. Also had a reception for 17 yards. Kirk was a bit off on this Pittsburgh Thursday night game. Uh, And, you know, obviously the Vikings were about to choke it at the end there, but Dalvin Cook is the reason we dominated and won that game for so long. Dalvin Cook was that game. So he is more than worthy of being this week's scars grinder so big shout out to dalvin cook for helping me win a couple fantasy matchups but also helping minnesota uh make sure we finish that eight and nine or nine and eight so we can draft the uh next christian ponder shout out hell yeah Let's move on to the old podcast play along, Josh. And uh, I was somehow able to trick FanDuel into letting me get in for just a moment to see how people finished. I could not log back in today, so I could not find a player, but we'll get to that in just a moment, Josh. Who, uh, I'll ask you, Josh, who were the top uh, three teams, maybe specifically the second place team, who rocked week 14 of the podcast play along, and why are they so handsome and the best commissioners and the best podcast hosts and this and that? Yeah, so in the overall standings, top three right now are Lolo Loves Football, Carrot 21, and Big Cush. Josh, All right, you for the seem- week it was. Josh, uh, whoa, whoa. You seem to have skipped uh, a very important part of the notes there, sir. In all caps, yeah. so you couldn't miss it. Yeah, Lola loves football. Led the lead, or led the um, fan duel with 140, and then dropping way down in the second was Gar with 123.12. <laughs> and then we got Cody, the fake person, with 121.3. Overall standings right now, Lola loves football just. Tearing us apart with 763.84. 
And then we got Carrot 21 with 742.7. And then the Big Cushy Man's back in the top three with 742.48. Um, I mean, he was in the top three last week. But uh, he, well, he you got me confused because you have a name called David in my... I know. Last week's top three. You named him um, Big oh, Cushy Man initially, and I've just away. left that note there since it's since it started. So you did this to yourself, really. Yeah, well, you know, tomatoes. Um, yeah, so that was uh, last week's results. Igar, how'd you do on your uh, studs and duds? Well, Josh, I did better than you, and I will just point out that Larissa has actually uh, padded her lead a bit last week in the top three. She was still in first, but she had 747.5, and so as Josh just mentioned, she moved up in the standings to 763.84, so she actually increased her lead about 15-ish points. So um, Larissa might be untouchable at this point. We were saying that about David forever, but... um, um, so obviously Larissa isn't untouchable, but she has she has uh, hoisted herself a hefty lead. And if you know if 140 or whatever her lowest score is, that's going to be hard to touch. Uh, but moving on to Josh's question about my studs and duds, Josh. Josh, I think this might have been my. <laughs> I shouldn't say this is a podcast, so this is probably my best week though at picking a player. Um, T Higgins, wide receiver for Cincinnati. Brian, again, that's T Higgins, wide receiver Cincinnati. He could have been on your squad for a mean 68 hunch. They were playing San Francisco, and he got 13.9 points i didn't do the math exactly but that's over two times the value just over two times value uh, i'd say that's a stud for 68 hunch getting you know basically 14 points i'll take some stud some stud uh, verification on that how'd you do josh yeah i had uh my stud of the week was uh jamar jefferson running back for the lions he was worth 51 hunch um, he didn't see a snap he played i mean he was in the game i think he did some special team stuff so you know Hey, he made it to the NFL. He's a stud. So you're, what you're telling me is the guy you picked got zero points? Yeah, which might have to do with why I finished uh, 13th. Hey, Gar, why don't you go and check the overall standings, bud, and tell me how the weather is down there. Well, Josh, all I care about is what's in front of my face right now. And what I see is I got second place in the most recent contest, and I don't see your name anywhere. So, Josh, for you... Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Bingo. Thank you, uh, Fred the Fish from SpongeBob. Um, but yeah, that was the podcast play along. Because, Josh, you have you picked anyone for this week? Because I literally cannot get into the app. I don't know anyone about anything this week. Yeah, I think I'm going to take a couple weeks off just so I can get ahead of everybody again and start <laughs> winning. Um, I'm, I'm sick and tired of giving all my hot takes. Um, so, yeah, we'll let everybody figure it out themselves this week. I mean, I know that I know we have an even more limited pool than usual because obviously there's the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, and the Monday night game we can't pick from. But there's also two Saturday games this week. So for people who have not been paying attention to football, there are two games on Saturday this week. That's the Raiders playing the Browns and the Patriots playing the Colts. So you can't pick from those player pools either. If just looking at this very, very quickly, if I had to pick one player just randomly, I'll go ahead and I'll take... Holy shit. I don't like any of this. I'll take Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's been absolutely dominant. They're playing Seattle at 325 on Sunday. I'll take Cooper Cup. I don't know what he's worth. It's probably going to be nine grand, nine, maybe 9,500 to put Cooper Cup on your team. But he's going to get you 30 points. So Cooper Cup will be my stud of the week. Um, Josh, do you have a uh, bit of a yoker for us, as they would say here south of the border? Yeah, I feel like uh, with the Thursday night game being your grinder, I'm going to have to go with it as my joker as well with uh, Chase Claypool. Um, He's just had kind of a rough couple weeks, it sounds like. 
Um, he got benched for fumbling it early in the game. Um, he got, um, although I think he was down technically, but he got benched for that. And then he poked a guy in the ear, gave him a wet willy. Um, and so it, I don't, I just don't know. And then at the last, in the last, you know, 30 seconds of the game, he was celebrating the first down instead of getting the ball to the ref so he could place it. And so he's just been a joker lately. Um, obviously he's young, he's got some stuff to do, but you know, if his IQ doesn't go up or a football IQ doesn't go up, he's going to be, he's going to be classified as a, uh, a dumbie for a while. Yep. That's uh Canada's finest export right there. Chase Claypool. I don't know if he's that much of a dumbie. I mean, the celebration was unnecessary, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much it really drastically affected the game, but I, I get where you're coming from. And I know there's yeah, a I lot don't think it. Go ahead. I don't think it affected it too much. I mean, it's it's just kind of his whole last couple of weeks as a whole, asking for music at you know, coach, we should play some music in practice. And this is a second year guy talking to a coach who's been in the league for not even no, four hundred years, and uh, the, the franchise has been around forever. So it's and, and and they haven't had any music, but you know, second year wide receiver, let's do it. But uh, so I don't know. I just think he's kind of a joker. Sure. Well, you, uh, you know, that's a great thing about this country. You're allowed to have your opinion, whatever it may be. That was Josh's Joker. We'll go ahead and move in here to the Hidden Oaks highlights with a segment start time of about 21 minutes and five seconds. Uh, Josh. Oh, boy, Josh. This is why everyone is listening to the show this week. It's fucking happened. It's it's happened. It, it, Christmas has come early for garlic, Josh. Why? I'm too excited to be able to even be able to coherently talk right now. Why? Why am I so excited for this segment, specifically the beginning of this segment, Josh? What, what has happened? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, specifically the boys, Garlic Johnson has won his first side bet in his career. Rogers Family Christmas. The team with the biggest margin of victory. Now, there are a couple question marks, maybe a few asterisks that need to get put out there. Whoa, but whoa, he did whoa, go up whoa, against whoa, his former whoa. co-owner, Garrett, who happens to be his former co-owner in Dynasty. So, ah, what do you say, folks? Are you saying Garrett Should took a fall? Him? I'm thinking, yep, nope. Garrett, Garrett took a fall similar to what Chris Farley took in Black Sheep. Wow, Josh, that's uh, the fact that you're sitting here questioning Garrett's character of all people, Garrett's character, Josh, I'd be much more soon to question your character four times than before I ever questioned Garrett's character. How dare you? How dare you? How many man championships has Garrett won? Oh, Josh, what, I mean, what year are we going back to? How petty do we have to be? You can't just be happy by the fact that I won my first ever side bet after we've given out like Gar- 53 Gar- side bets. I'm only salty because you missed the parade I threw for you. Uh, I do have the sound ready. I just want to use it just because if I was playing in Halo, um, this is the medal I would get for uh, getting my first side bet after, you know, four years of trying. Unfreaking believable. Thank you. Thank you, Halo announcer guy. Uh, but yeah, I won the side bet. I was also the Ashes blowout of the week. Um, I blew out Garrett 161.1 to 87.55. That's a 73.55 differential. So even if Garrett did take a bit of a fall, putting up 161 points is no easy feat. They'll have you know. So I will take that $5 and stuff it right into this G string. Josh, who was involved in the nail biter this week? Well, it was Brian and me, you know. I like to be a people pleaser, so I went and took the fall, lost to Brian, 127.2 to 116.2, which was 11-point differential. 
Yeah. Barf. Uh, I really uh, want to go through and compile the stats for my quarterbacks. I guess this week was good for me, but my quarterbacks and kickers. My kickers, I don't think I've had a kicker get more than three this year. Why is that, Josh? Well, I think it's because I'm terrible and bad and just awful all around. We thought about being better? Nope. And Jesse's uh, complaining about the side bets. Jesse, you didn't win one this year, and I think Jesse is the only person to not win a side bet this year, unless, Josh, did you win? Yeah, you won a side bet. You won like week 13 or week 12. Yeah. So, Jesse, I think you're the only person not win a side bet this year, but you have won a side bet in the history. You've only won one, so now you and I are tied all time um, for, you know, just having one side bet. But, uh, yeah. So you did the nail-biter, Josh. Ooh, and I should have done the nail-biter myself because you have to do your highs and lows table. But, Josh, let's hear some lows and let's hear some highs from the week, huh, pal? Going in, this, yeah, gonna, some big gonna, matchups here going to the playoffs. I'm going to skip the actual points that they put up and just read through the names um, and then the total because then I'm going to do the high of the highs and the low of the lows for the entire season, regular season. Uh, so in the lows for quarterback, we got Lamar, running backs, uh, James Robinson, and something – um, I think Godwin and Gboyke, um, Lions running back. And then wide receivers, Terry McLaurin and Sterling Shepard. Tight end was someone left Higby in their lineup in another league. Um, flex, Justin Jefferson, or Jamar Jefferson. Uh, defense, Buffalo. And then kicker was the Johnson from whatever team. Um, that roster would have gotten you 2.1. The highs for the week, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, James Conner, then wide receivers. We got Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup, and then we got George Kittle at tight end in the flex. Hunter Renfro, the forty-year-old math teacher who somehow finds a football field. Dallas was the best defense, and then the kicker was Prater. That would have gotten you a two seventy-five point two. Now we've been doing this all season. I went back and I crunched the numbers, did the math, carried my fours. The high of the highs, the best week that we had as a league was week five when we put up 291.1 points for the high roster. Nikita and Jeremy were probably the reasons for it because of the, what, 10 players, they had six of them. So um, they each had three players on the top list there. Um, And then this past week, week 14, was the lowest score we've ever had for a combined score. Um, and it's probably because we had two Lions running backs, one in the flex and one in the actual uh, running back spot. But then we also had the McLaren injury, the Lamar injury, James Robinson um, filming Urban Meyer with that co-ed, which is why he's been benched lately. Um, Tyler Higby, who didn't play. Uh, Buffalo up against uh, Tampa Bay. And then my kicker luck. So, yeah, makes sense. Gotcha. For Jesse and Brad listening, I just tagged you, but I posted the the payments for the side bets this year and the side bets um, all time. So just so you can see, you can see all the records there. Um, but interesting. So week fourteen was the lowest, huh? And you 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 peg it all back to Detroit running backs. Yep. I mean, I'm sure the negative five doesn't help either. But yeah, that's just a brutal. And Terry McLaurin getting me zero. That that doesn't help nothing neither, dude. Oof and a duh. Um, but okay, Josh, those were some highs. Those were some lows. I know we talked about it last week. The matchups going into the playoffs weren't very sexy, weren't very exciting. It was pretty much all decided. But now that everything's officially official, 
we got some playoff matchups. Um, you know, before we dive in, we won't go through every team or every game necessarily, but we do want to take a little bit more time. The well, playoffs hold on are here. a bigger deal. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did I miss something? I figured that you were going to have some sort of ditty planned for Jeremy getting his first loss of the season. Well, I mean, I did. You know, I mean, Jeremy's not here. I mean, he certainly lose some satisfaction shitting on a guy who's not here. But you know, despite how dominant he was, and despite the fact that he said he could have had like four bye weeks if he wanted them, he did. He will, in fact, go down as not having an undefeated season. No one has ever had an undefeated season in this league. Jeremy will also not be on that list of uh, undefeated seasons. So you know, he just lost straight up. It looks like he tried to win. I think was Jonathan Taylor on a bye, I believe. Yep. Um, so I'm sure that was the major factor. But, um, yeah, sometimes uh, teams that could go undefeated decide the rest of their starters. Sometimes you're just bad. So Jeremy will not go undefeated. Sorry about that, Mr. Uh, Jerbear. But, um, yeah, suck it, nerd. No undefeated teams here, even with the extra game. That is that satisfactory, Josh? you have anything you want to say about Jeremy? Nope. I think Jeremy's a great guy. I'm never going to put him down. You brought it up just so I could put him down, huh? All right. Uh, but, yeah, Josh, so um, what do you think about these playoff matchups, huh? We got the number. So Jeremy gets the bye. He was undefeated. We have seven playoff teams out of a 14-person league. So the number two seed is playing the number seven seed, the number six, and the number three, and then four and five are playing each other. What are you thinking here? I mean, Eric got the last playoff spot. I guess, you know, anyone who's in the league will know, and anyone who's listening along probably doesn't care too much. But Jamie did not upset. Eric got the last playoff spot and then actually took Bradley's sixth seed, so Bradley got knocked down to the seventh seed. But um, what are we thinking here, Josh? What's, uh, what's the mood? What's, what's the projection? What's the prognosis? Well, I, I guess I don't want to make a projection saying Nikita's going to beat Brad and move on because my fantasy season has been cursed all year. But... Um, I think that there's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be a good, some good matchups. I think that the one that's going to be the biggest blowout is you over Jesse because he just somehow oh. managed to make his way in. Has he even gotten rid of all three of his tight ends or does he still have three of them? I mean, let's be let's okay. Let's be clear. Jesse is a higher seed than me, Josh, and I think he put he's been putting up uh, he has plenty of points for Jesse is no one to uh, no one's just Je- Jesse's not someone who will go quietly here. I don't think first ever champion. You're right. Currently, I mean, I'm not sure what ESPN is using, but currently Jesse has 100% win probability. We're both projected zero points, but Jesse currently has 100% win probability. So I don't know if I like this. I feel like ESPN is uh, the fix is already in somehow. So this is that's not good precedent. I don't think going into the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out. Obviously, Jeremy on the bye. That would have been interesting to see how he would have done against the team. Um, you know, did did last week get in his head? Is he rattled? Is it just going to be a downhill slide from here? Did he did he blow his load too soon? Very possible. Um, I would like to go back to. Sorry, it was. Oh my god, I just knocked my mic around because I don't have it on a stand like I usually do. Um, so I would like to go back to Brian. Emailed us his predictions at the beginning of the season, and we can refer back to them later as well. But um, so he said uh, these were Brian's predictions before the season even started. So here's the the predictions. Final four. He says Skybusters are going to finish fourth place, I believe. Uh, well, no, he's just saying his final four are Skybusters, Catch-22, which is Hammer, <laughs> Lambo Fields, which is Josh, <laughs> and DK Racing. Um, he then has Hammer beating Lambo for the ship. So currently, um, Brian has two out of four final four potentially correct. Definitely, there will be no championship matchup between Hammer and Josh, though. So just wanted to uh, give a well, shout maybe out. Maybe he to- was predicting. 
give him a chance to explain himself. Maybe he was projecting, you know, two players that are going to make it to the top four in the championship bracket and two players that are going to make it to the top four in the consolation bracket. That's a possibility for sure. I'm just saying, if you go back to Brian's predictions from the from September, he's saying that DK Racing and um, himself are going to move on here into the final four. So, just figured I'd give that a little tease before before next week happens. Okay. All right, predict the three matchups, Josh. We won't go through. Like I said, they're not even fully projected yet. So, but it's me versus Jesse. It is Brian versus Eric, and then Bradley versus Nikita. Right. Star Brian Nikita. Star Brian Nikita, huh? So you're just shitting all over Jesse. You're shitting all over uh, Bradley, huh? No. I'm just projecting predicting who's going to win. Even the handsome Eric, Mr. Samansky, making his first playoffs, you don't think he's going to do it? Well, he barely snuck into the playoffs, so I'm just going with the team that was there before. All right, Josh, if you say so. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, if that if that's how you feel, Josh, that's how you feel. If anyone else would like to predict the matchups again, it's me versus Jesse. Obviously, Jesse's gonna lose. No fucking question there. Uh, and then it is Bradley versus Nikita, and then Eric versus uh, Brian. No, you know anyone who's not in the league won't know who that is. But if you'd like to predict, go ahead and throw that into the Hidden Oaks highlights chat box, and we'll come back next week and see who predicted the correct three winning teams. Uh, people in the consolation bracket are still playing for some bucks and for some ping pong balls and to not get the dumpster fire medallion, but um, we won't follow that too closely, at least not after the first week. Um, I'm going to we're going to try the Hugger Games bit here, Josh. I don't know how well it'll work when I'm down to one screen here, but we're going to go ahead and give it our best college try. Um, Josh, are you ready to uh, basically hear your own death, or is that going to be a little too traumatizing? For oh, you whoa, 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 whoa! I'm still in the playoffs, Gar. Oh, are you? Tell, please tell me more about that real quick. Well, the question is, do I have a game next week? Uh, I think you do have a game next week, yeah. So am I eliminated? Nah. You got me. All right, let's see if I can get this volume thing right. That's hella quiet, but that's going to have to be good enough. It was a long season, hard fought. Many handsome men and women fell in battle. Joshua Mitchell has left us. Garrett Flint is no longer. Tyler Lawrence is hilariously dead. Jamie couldn't save herself as the doctor. Thanks for playing the Hunger Games, nerds. Better luck next year. There will be three more dead uh, participants to announce next week. All right, Josh. Should we should we hear from the uh, the just mentioned their medical doctors? Is there anything else you want to say about uh, Hidden Oaks and any sort of highlight? Do you want to talk about the Dynasty League real quick? Do you want to talk about uh, redraft? Anything else you want to say about the Hidden Oaks leagues before we move into the medical minute here? Nope, medical minute. Let's keep her rolling. Rollin', huh? Okay, well, I am uh, struggling to function just slightly because, like I said, on screen, so I'm not, I can't just quickly, quickly click. But uh, we're pretty much ready here. Josh, we, uh, Bradley was asking a question in the Discord just uh, 
just a couple days ago, he said, is it normal to sleep 16 hours? Or no, he didn't put it in the Discord. I think he either texted it to me or he put it in the Greasy Fuck Snapchat group. That's what it was. Greasy's. Bradley was asking if it was normal to sleep 16 hours. I told him, no, you fucking lunatic. It is not normal to sleep 16 hours. Um, but uh, he asked anyways, and then Jamie was like, you know what? All these other topics that people have uh, you know, proposed weeks ago, those are boring. I'm going to keep taking what's the freshest, what's the cream of the crop, so to speak. So Jamie wanted to talk about sleep and whether or not Bradley's weird for sleeping 16 hours. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hear from Dr. Jamie Hammer as she talks about sleep. Hey guys, Dr. Jamie Hammer here to talk about sleep. Yes, Bradley, it's weird if you're sleeping 16 hours a night. Uh, sleep is a very important thing for us. It helps us conserve energy. People have actually studied that there's more growth hormone secreted at night. So if you're looking to get big muscles, you better get your good sleep to support that. Cool. It's also the time where all the metabolites that your brain produces throughout the day are sort of washed out of the system. It's almost like the septic waste system of the brain getting cleared out. And it also helps with brain plasticity and learning. They've shown that more of those synapses are sort of um, forming when a person is sleeping and putting things into their memory bank or washing them out. Uh, you can think of it sort of like the scene in the movie Inside Out that represents what happens when the kid goes to sleep. Weirdly scientifically accurate. Um, sleep typically looks like two different phases. You have the rapid eye movement phase of sleep and the non-rapid eye movement phase of sleep. There are different disorders that can sort of happen in both of those. During the rapid eye movement phase of sleep, you're supposed to be limp and your muscles very relaxed. Um, but if a person has a REM sleep disorder, you can notice that they're acting out their dreams and if a person has a non-REM sleep disorder, they might have trouble falling asleep initially. And then in the deeper phases of sleep, they might experience things like sleep sleepwalking. So let's talk about how long people are supposed to sleep. Newborn babies and also Bradleys sleep between 16 and 18 hours a night. This is necessary because everything they experience is new and with that brain plasticity thing we are talking about, they need plenty of time to process. Um, when a person turns one year old, they usually need about 12 hours of sleep and school age kids need about 10 hours of sleep. Um, when you start getting into adulthood, that's where you get into that main um, recommended time frame of sleep and that's eight hours. Uh, some people need six hours and do just fine. Some people need 10 and it's all based off of people's ability to function with the amount of sleep. But when you start getting into the 65 plus age group, those retirees only need about seven to eight hours of sleep. I don't know if that's because they're not learning as much, if they've just gotten very talented at banking their memories and recycling their brain waste. But regardless, somewhere around that eight hour time frame is where I suggest people to be. If you're noticing that you're having poor sleep or you need something along 16 hours of sleep, I want to check you for a couple of things. The first is, do you have symptoms of stopping breathing at night, which was what most people know as sleep apnea? Um, this might be people waking up or snoring really loudly or waking up feeling short of breath or like they're choking. I also worry about mood disorders. Sometimes people with depression have a lot more difficulty getting into those deeper phases of sleep we were talking about and they just need more high quality sleep and so talking about mood is a great way to sort of approach that. We also just recently talked about seasonal affective disorder and I know that a lot of people experience needing more hours of sleep to feel real rest well rested in the winter. Other things that can affect sleep are um, alcohol, medicines, benzodiazepines. These things are all stuff we want to address when we're talking about people who are needing more sleep to get well rested. Finally, how do we talk about sleep hygiene? Um, the big thing is not using TV and movies to help you fall asleep at night. Um, these things can keep your brain in sort of a more active phase. And although you feel like it's helping you fall asleep, it's actually sort of creating ineffective um, brain wave patterns. Um, we also strongly suggest removing blue light, which can also trigger your brain to tell you it's awake time. Um, setting yourself up in a good environment, keeping a nice cool bedroom, um, using a pillow and a bed that is comfortable to you. 
And finally, if you need some support, starting something like a low-dose melatonin, you don't need anything more than five milligrams, usually two is enough, and taking that early enough so that it gives your brain time to produce the melatonin and get you feeling a little bit sleepy before you try to fall asleep. If you're having any other issues than that, please help me up in the Discord, and I'll see if I can address them. Thanks. Well, Josh, what did you learn about sleep there, huh, pal? I learned that when she talks, it puts me to sleep. Whoa, hey. I'm just kidding. But hey, Jamie, do you want to do next week's on um, a sleep disorder, night terrors? Let's talk about night terrors. I mean, do you have night terrors? Is this uh, personal for you or? Maybe. I've had a couple of them. It's, It's, let me tell you right now. I don't know the science behind it, but it is not fun. I know. I don't know if you. I don't know if it's the same thing or if they're technically different. I know, like, what is it? Sleep paralysis is the thing. I know Jamie. At, at least at one point, I've heard Jamie in her life talk about having some sort of like sleep paralysis episode where you're sitting there and you're stuck and you can't do anything. It's like it seems to be like a spiritual or like a supernatural thing almost, where you're like seeing a ghost or something. But that'd be interesting to hear about as well. I'm not sure if that if those are in the same categories, night terrors, if they're completely separate things. But it's they're similar, I guess. That's that's how I, I guess without my. Um, I get my crayon doctorate. Um, I'd, I'd say they're, they're they're pretty close. So the consensus is though that Bradley is equal to an infant, and even if he's been awake for twenty eight hours, sleeping for sixteen hours is not normal. Correct? That's what you heard. Uh, uh, well, Dr. hang Jamie on, Hammer hang say. on here. Quit, uh, quit insulting Asher over here. Um, my son is not like Bradley in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's all you have yeah. to say? Yep. All right, Bradley, you're weird. It's official. A, a whole-ass doctor said you're weird. I don't care if you've been awake for 28 hours. Um. All right, yeah, I think that's enough. I mean, obviously, thank you, Dr. Jamie Hammer. I don't have a lot to say. I don't know much. Oh, one thing I wanted to say, and it's I'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll wrap up with this, but... So I've always heard that doctors recommend, quote-unquote, eight hours of sleep. But I, you know, I won't pretend like I know a lot about sleep. I'm no sleep expert. But I know that sleep generally, you know, sleep is just a combination of the REM cycles that Jamie was talking about. And REM cycles roughly run 90 minutes. So if you're, you know, if you're sleeping in 90-minute increments, then really, you know, eight hours is not ideal because you don't want to wake up in the middle of a REM cycle. So it really, seven and a half hours would be five, you know, approximately five REM cycles. I know not everyone, you know, a REM cycle isn't exactly 90 minutes. So that gets a question for Jamie, and she doesn't have to do a whole, you know, episode about this. She can just put it in the Discord. But is eight and a half hours really the recommendation? Or is that what doctors are saying? So people will fall asleep within the first 30 minutes, and they'll get, you know, about seven and a half hours of sleep or that, you know, those five REM cycles. I've always been curious about that. Again. If you're sleeping in 90-minute increments, eight hours doesn't add up perfectly. You don't want to disrupt that deep sleep from what I understand about it, at least. But maybe I'm wrong because I ain't no fucking doctor. Uh, Josh, you think it's about time to move on to the old Faye Favre, huh? Fan favorite, totally not dead Faye Favre? Yeah. What's the topic this week, pal? Uh, this week's topic is sports television shows. And how many, Josh, if you had to guess, because we currently have four live listeners, Josh, so that sounds like a podcast to me, at least, that's not dead, and they're still listening now that we're talking about the Fave Favre. It sounds like the segment's not dead, Josh, but if you had to guess, how many fan submissions did we get this week for uh, sports TV shows? Um, well, seeing as we decided to narrow it down to just sharing one fan submission, um, I'm going to go with 475,000. 
Well, no one, no one but us, Josh, can verify whether or not we got 475,000. But you're correct, Josh. For this week only, um, well, maybe this week only. It could be multiple weeks, depending on what we decide. But we are only going to feature one fan submission this week. And looking at the length of the auto clip that sent in, I don't know if this will even be a fan submission. But we have it. Um, so we will go ahead and hear um, uh, our highlighted uh, fan submission of the week. The the best one. We picked the cream of the crop for this one. Let's I don't even know if I want to play this, dude. Let's hear Audio Al's Fave Favre Sports TV Shows. God fucking help me. Clear. Oh, God, he's not breathing. He's not breathing. What do we do? I think he's dead. The Fave Favre is dead. 5.45 p.m. December 13th, 2021. We might need a medical uh, medical minute on how to revitalize this thing. Catch you later. He, I will. Uh, I mean, what a great, what a great fan one to one submission out of so many to feature. But um, he oddly got the time perfectly accurate. It is five forty four, as he said that at least on my computer. So pretty much damn near got time of death right on. Josh, is the Faye Farve dead? Yeah, but didn't he say? Did he say the thirteenth though? I don't know. I wasn't listening that closely. My heart was broken right. as the words were coming out. Yeah, no, I kind of had a feeling that that was going to be the the gist of it. Uh, yeah, I think he's about right. I think that the Faye Favre is dead, and I think that it's time that we uh, we we might need to shift gears to another another Hidden Oaks original next season. But I'm not gonna not gonna do too much except tease it right now. Oh yeah, we've had so many good ideas, dude. You, you couldn't even imagine the ideas we've had to have our, you know, our highlight segment where we get all our fan uh, interaction be something different next year. That'd be, we have, you know, we've just so many good ideas. We're over the Fave Five, you know. The Fave Five can't be dead. We killed it, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna finish the season oh, with it because yeah, we're not gonna pivot sure. now. But yeah, no, I mean we gotta we gotta let people go. Oh God, is this show just is this show turning into the victorious POD? Is it that far down the hill? <laughs> Is the drain swirling? And then we just got to kind of go, you know, coming to you next year in the 2022s, we've got, yeah. Bingo. Right. Just got to, you got to keep them wanting it, Josh. Keep it on the tip of their tongue. Let them guess. You know, that's the best thing you can do for your fans. Let them guess what they want to hear. Be like, you know what? I think this would be the best segment. Josh and Gar are super smart. This is the segment I would do if I were them. That's what the fans should do. You should guess what's going to replace the Fave Five if it is, in fact, dead. Uh, but Josh, we do have our own Fave Farves here, so let's not waste the people's time. We've only got about uh, you know about ten to twelve minutes to go over our own stuff before we got to play the outro music and get the hell out of here. Um, so, Josh, what were you thinking about sports TV shows? We left it wide open. You know, it didn't have to be like a newscasty type show, like a Sports Center. Could have been like a dramedy or a drama. It could be completely fictional, this or that. Sports TV shows is pretty vague and pretty wide open. How did you view it as you were um, putting your stuff down? If I saw anything that resembled an athletic or competition of any kind, I considered it for my uh, Fave Favre. That seems fair. So I've got, yeah, so just a sneak peek at my Fave Favre in no no specific order. I've got uh, Celebrity Deathmatch, Beyblade, um, Rocket Power, um, and then Guts. Guts, huh? That's, uh, that sounds like a pretty exciting list you were putting together there, Josh. Do you, uh, you feel good about it? So good no. that you want the walk-off shot? Oh, I'll take the walk-off shot, bro. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, if you got the walk-off shot, I'll go ahead and I will give my honorable mentions and then get into my Faye Favre list. Um, you know, so I, 
You know, I don't. I was kind of racking my brain. I did a little Google search. I usually do a Google search just to make sure I'm not forgetting about something that I haven't seen for a while. But um, you know, some of the some of the shows that came up, I was surprised they didn't have more honorable mentions. I guess is the point I'm trying to get to. So, uh, but just I really always enjoyed Around the Horn. It seemed to always be on TV when I got home from school back in the day. Um, it was just a kind of a, a fun, different spin on uh, on a sports show. And so I always enjoyed Around the Horn when I was just sitting there kind of bored waiting for other cool stuff to come on TV. All-Americans, a really good show on Netflix. I believe it first debuts on The CW and then goes to Netflix, but All-American, loosely based on a true story. Really good football, high school football story, if you're interested in that. 30 for 30, just as a show in general, fucking whales. I didn't feel right picking the show in my fave farm just because I don't feel like I watch it as religiously or watch some of this, you know, the specials as other people, but those are pretty cool. And Good Morning Football, they put out, you know, 15 hours of content plus each week. I think they do a pretty good job. Is every segment, is every minute a banger? Absolutely not, but I think Good Morning Football does a pretty good job. So those are my honorable mentions. But, uh Getting into my Favre, Josh, my Fave Favre sports TV shows. You knew it would be on the list, and I've really kind of fallen off in my fandom uh, after you know after years of being a pretty good fan. But uh, WWE, I didn't pick Raw or SmackDown specifically, or NXT or the old ECW, whatever. I just put WWE generally. Lots and lots of hours of entertainment. Obviously, we know it's scripted. The results are fixed. But um, those people are putting their body on the line. Men, women, uh, whatever they identify as. They are sincerely out there putting their body on the line for my entertainment. And it's, uh, it's led me a lot of um, a lot of uh, enjoyment over the years. So WWE, my number five uh, sports TV show. Josh, your honorable mentions. And then the number five. Yeah, my honorable mentions. I've got... Um Friday Night Lights, um, not as good as the movie, D- still a decent show, and there's football involved. Um, All-American, as you mentioned, I got Eastbound and Down, another solid show. Um, Guts, I mentioned in my, my joke show. Um, and then, um, did I say One Tree Hill? One Tree Hill is on my uh, honorable mentions. I, I like that show a lot. I watched that a couple times. Um, and then Heels, haven't finished it because they're trying to charge me for episodes four, five, six, seven, eight, and 9, but I ain't buying it. Um, but the first three episodes were so good that it made my honorable mentions because I did enjoy quite a bit of it. Coming in at my number five spot, it's a show that inspired many. Probably uh, made made people cry more than it made it laugh. Uh, but the crying was from laughter, so I guess there's one and the same. It's The League. And that is my number five. And what, I mean, uh, do you want to talk any more about it? What did you love about the league so much? Uh, I, I just liked how it is a very realistic uh, take on what an eight-man fantasy football league is. Um, I feel like back in the day when we were eight-man, that's kind of how we lived our life. Um, you know, minus a lot of the things that they do, nearly everything. But hey, um, we we had a we had a Dre. We have one. I guess technically, I have one in the Victoria's Secret League. I'm not going to name any Walterses, but um, we had a Rafi Jesse. Um, we have a Brad, Brad, um, tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Kevin, you know, whatever they want to identify as, but yeah, league, a great show. I didn't, you know, I, I guess I could have put it in the sports TV show, but it didn't come to my mind as going, as I was going through the list or in the, my Google search. My number three, Josh, uh, I won't go too long and I don't have much to say about it. I'll be honest, but I really liked ballers. Um, HBO's ballers, the rock started it along with, uh, Rob Corddry. It's just a good show. I mean, it's football-based. I'm a football fan. It's really my number one sport, my only sport, realistically. Um, is it the best show in the world? Absolutely not. But The Rock is cool and uh, kind of a cool concept. So, yeah, Ballers is my number three. That's really all I have to say about it. That is a good show. That should have made my honorable mentions. 
Um, my number three, it's another another show uh, kind of around football. Um, loosely, I guess, if you want to believe some of the internet rumors, it's loosely based on, uh, I believe it's Idaho State, um, but it's Blue Mountain State. It's a comedy show. I believe it was on Spike TV. You can find it on uh, per Amazon Prime now, I believe. Um, they had a movie come out because they they had plans for a next or a final season, and then it got canceled. But it's got three decent seasons on uh, Prime, and then a movie um, docu or documenting Thad Castle, who is an in interesting individual. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's an interesting show. I might check it out someday. Josh, my number two. Uh, this one, you know, if this isn't on your list, I, I honestly wasn't listening if it wasn't your honorable mention or not. But I mean, the Fox pregame, absolutely legendary. They've had some great, uh, some great comedy bits in there with Frank Caliendo, Rob Riggle, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, the Fox pregame, the, just the chemistry they've had from these years and years of being together, Terry, Howie, Michael. I mean, they're just so good at what they do. And uh, you know, I, I haven't really watched much of it this year. I'll be honest. Not having cable is kind of a detriment to the Fox pregame show, but. Um, they just have a good attitude about it, and uh, I enjoy what they do. So, uh, Fox pregame show is my number two. Yeah, it actually did not make any of my lists. I don't watch it too much. Usually, I'm busy doing things until right up until game time. So, sorry, Dad. Uh, but my number two is one that uh, it's a recent show, I guess. But it's, it's it's a very solid Netflix show. I didn't give it enough. Uh, didn't didn't give it enough attention when it was just a YouTube special. But Cobra Kai. The legend of the true uh, champion from the Karate Kid movies, Johnny Lawrence, and his dojo, Cobra Kai. Love that show. What, what, pick one thing you love most about it. For the people at home, in case they have, in case you could influence someone to watch the show, Josh. Well, you know, if you think, you know, Karate Kid is, was a kid's movie, um, and you're kind of turned off by the idea that Cobra Kai is based off of that, um, it focuses on the the adult characters quite a bit and the youth characters, but there's a lot of adult concepts in there. Um, and, and Johnny Lawrence is basically, you know, your drunk uncle, but he's trying to teach kids karate. I'm in. Man. Uh, all right, Josh, my number one, this is going to be a show that maybe not a lot of people watched, but I watched every single goddamn episode. And I was so sad. More episodes weren't created. Josh, my, my favorite sports TV show of all time was Shaq verse it was <laughs> hilarious concept as you can imagine Shaq a hilarious dude just Shaq trying out other things he hasn't done whether it's uh NASCAR uh, obviously he's done basketball swimming he did swimming with Michael Phelps there's just a, a shit ton of stuff that Shaq was doing being goofy in front of a camera that's what Shaq does best I think is being goofy in front of a camera and uh Shaq verse was a hilarious show I loved it I loved it I loved it um I might even look him up on the internet uh, once I get back home. I just have some downtime thing to watch, to rewatch the Shack first. Love the show. Couldn't tell you why, but uh, I felt pretty confident it wouldn't make anyone else's list. So that's my number one, Josh. Shaq verse is my number one uh, fave TV, sports TV show. Did you watch uh, Pros vs. Joes? Uh, yeah, I've seen a bit of that. Not as good as Shaq verse, obviously. Hmm, I guess. Um,. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any of that, so I might have to check it out. Um, but if we were to, we're gonna, if we move on to my number one, it's one that I'm sure a lot of people have seen in the past. Um, I'm, I, I know I haven't seen them all, but I have seen quite a few of them, and it's just given me a different outlook on um, a lot of the players that we all love to see in the NFL, and that is a football life. 
So it's uh, something that you could find on NFL Network. Um, and so they document, it's like an hour-long show about just the life of you know certain football players, some things that you might not have known about them. So we talked about Barry Sanders. There's, um, I think there's a Brett Favre one. There's, there's just Ed, everybody, Curtis Martin, um, guys, guys that are you know big names to a lot of guys. Brian probably recognizes a lot more of them than other guys because they are older players. Um, but you know, I learned that Curtis Martin, when he was like seven years old, jumped out of a second story window because he was locked in his room while his mom was getting beat up, and then he ran back in the house to tackle his dad. So that's a pretty cool, you know, not I mean not cool, but learning that about a guy who um had a very storied career in the NFL is is nice to know that they're human too. All right. Yeah, you can football, find them on YouTube. I'm surprised football life didn't even make my honorable mentions. I'm a little sad about that if I'm being honest, but that's the way she goes. Um, but yeah, I think Josh and I, you both and I both had pretty good lists this week. I'm pretty happy with that. And uh, allegedly, I've been, I've, uh, Brian allegedly sent one in. There have been some troubles this week with the submissions not getting through. I don't, you know, I don't send in the voicemails myself, so I'm not super familiar with the process, but it seems like sometimes they can get, just get stuck for, uh, they can get stuck loading on your phone for a while. So whether it's you're doing it through the app officially or whether you're just on a web browser on your phone or maybe you, you know, close your computer prematurely or get disconnected from the internet. I know we have had other people, struggle with getting their voicemails in this week uh or this not this week this year um so allegedly brian tried so suck it al we weren't officially dead because brian tried but uh, it didn't come through for whatever reason so uh one thing to watch out on is to make sure your submission gets through if you'd like to contribute to the fave five uh, speaking of the topic next oh i just got brian's list uh and i'll just read it really quickly so i get out of here but brian said uh <laughs> number five was nba on tnt Number three is poker. I'm kind of disappointed that uh, poker wasn't higher on Brian's list. Number two is coach. Uh, and number one was hockey night in Canada. So Brian's fave five made it in, Al. Get fucked, nerd. Um, thank you, Brian, for your, for your very late submission. Um, yeah, the topic for next week is... <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, the topic for next week is single-player video games. So, you know. Outside! You think, you think of, like, Skyrim or, you know, I'd count the Red Dead campaign. I know it has an online, but, you know, it, the, it was originally made to be an online or a single-player game for sure. All, all the video games in Brian's day were probably meant to be single-player. I mean, multiplayer wasn't even a thing, right? Even though the first video game Pong was multiplayer. Who knows? Anyways, that's the topic for next week. Single player video games. I'm sure we'll get so many submissions. We won't know what to do with them. You can still win the raffle, but it sounds like not too many people care about the raffle entries at this point. But you can still get uh, potentially a t-shirt, potentially a hat, potentially a pennant. Uh, the, the swag basket is still pending. Um, what exactly its contents will be. I'm working on it with Carmel Bear, though, if he would just stop dodging me. Josh, do you have any final words for the folks out there before we get the heck out of here? Packers are the number one seed, so everybody say go Packers. Go Packers. All right. Engage the show, everybody. We got that Discord. You can chat with us 24-7. Anchor.fm slash hoodpod is where you can leave us voicemails. Hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com is where you can leave us emails. You can check out hiddenoaksoverdose.com. And that's all we got, folks. Thank you. I was here in Mexico. Josh was there in Big Lake. We love you for listening, uh, especially those of you who mm-hmm. listen live. We appreciate you getting in early. And we'll talk to you next week when I'm back in Minnesota. Bye. Mexican tap water, dude. Arched after all that speaking.
I'd like to solve the puzzle. Go tuck yourself in. You got it. God damn it! Somebody needs to mute that.